Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Match the mood of the text. Hi, and welcome to the Preaching Points podcast for this week. I'm your host, Brian Hedinga. And if you're a pastor or you know someone who would be interested in advanced preaching training, you may be interested in our Preach Up conference that takes place this year from June 25 to 27 on the South Hamilton campus of Gordon-Conwell Seminary. The purpose of Preach Up is to provide men and women who already have a basic grasp of preaching to make their communication more effective and more relevant. So for more information and to register for Preach Up, visit our webpage at gordonconwell.edu slash preaching. The dates again this year are June 25 through 27 in South Hamilton. Now let's join Dr. Matt Kim as he speaks to us about making sure that we match the mood of the text that we're preaching. In Philippians chapter 1, verse 3, the Apostle Paul writes, I thank my God every time I remember you. In all of my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy. The mood of this text is one of encouragement. It's one of love. It's one of support. And sometimes when we're preaching, the mood of the text doesn't necessarily match the tone of what's written in the Word of God. In this week's preaching point, I want to encourage us to match the mood of the text. That was an example from Paul's letter to the Philippians, but hear this one from Psalm 134. It's a song of ascent, a song of praise, a song that was sung as people went up to the hill, went to be with the Lord and with one another. Praise the Lord, all you saints of the Lord, who minister by night in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary, and praise the Lord. May the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, bless you from Zion. You notice the tone. It's one of encouragement. It's one of praise. It's one of joy. And we want to have our sermons match the mood of the text. Let me give you another one from Galatians chapter 1, verses 6 through 10. It's actually one of stern rebuke, where Paul writes to the church in Galatia, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you by the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel, which is really no gospel at all. We can hear the frustration, perhaps anger, righteous anger that Paul has toward the Galatians as he writes the stern warning that they have deserted the gospel of Jesus Christ. And sometimes as we're thinking about how we're going to preach a particular passage, we don't necessarily think about the mood of the text What was Paul thinking? What was David thinking as he was writing the text? What was the gospel writers thinking? And what was their mood? What was their attitude? How were they thinking about writing to the people? Were they joyful? Were they perplexed? Were they annoyed? These are the kinds of questions we want to wrestle with as we're preparing our sermons. I had a pastor in college. I loved him dearly. Pastor, we'll call him Tom. Every single week, His sermon was one of yelling. He yelled all the time. It didn't matter if he was 
preaching a joyful sermon, an encouraging sermon. It was always the same mood of yelling. And what happens is we listen to a, a sermon that doesn't really match the text is that we start scratching our heads. We wonder, is that truly how God feels about me? Is that really what God wants to have me do in my life? Is he, is he really encouraging when he's angry? Or is he angry when he's encouraging? Uh, we can really confuse our listeners when our vocal variety and pitch and the pace and the punch with which we preach, if that's not matching the mood of the text, we can really throw our listeners off. As we're sitting in our studies, plowing through the text, we're trying to understand it, we're trying to grapple with it, uh, with the idea and the various sub-points of the text, but also one of the things that we can forget sometimes is to think about the mood of the text. And so as you're in your study this week, as you're preparing that sermon for this coming Sunday, I want you to think about the fact that as preachers, we want to match the mood of the text. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Matt Kim with this week's Preaching Points podcast from the Center for Preaching at Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. And our purpose each week is to offer brief reflections on preaching that will help you in your sermon prep and delivery. So thanks for listening this week, and we'll see you next time on Preaching Points. Want to learn something new but aren't sure where to begin? There's a dummies book for that. Whether you're looking to pick up some new coding skills or want to try your hand at gardening this spring, dummies books span all kinds of interests, hobbies, and technologies, from puppies to project management to the paleo diet. These books help you learn just about anything the easy way. For a list of popular books, go to dummies.com stuff. That's dummies.com stuff.